Welcome everyone to the Psychic Wives Podcast with Ginger Hendry, Jerry Carabin, and Kathy Rumsey. Here we discuss all things energetic, spiritual, intuitive, and yes, psychic. You'll learn about things like Reiki, animal communication, mediumship, or maybe just how to manage your energy on a daily basis. We'd like this to be a place where you can come to open your mind and allow yourself to create a better version of you. It's all about everyday living with a twist. Try not to laugh as soon as we start. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the Psychic Wives podcast. I am Jerry Carabin. I'm Kathy Rumsey. And I'm Ginger Hendry. And we are very excited today because we have a guest, Karen Dendy-Smith. You have seen her before. She is on her website. Uh, she came on and we talked about Qigong. Uh, so any of the, the, and we all took a class from her and all that stuff. So we all love that. So if you guys are interested in that, go to the website, look her up. She's on there. Uh, today she's here talking about something else, but first I wanted to say that, um, Karen is a, a, an old friend of ours because Karen is also an animal communicator. We met, met Karen when we were all taking classes. Um, so we love her dearly and love that she is on here today. And I'm going to let her say hi in a second. I swear. Uh, today, she's here to talk about um, something that's really kind of super cool. Karen is the founder and director of the Animal Communication Co Collective. See, I almost screwed it up again. Animal Communication Collective. Okay, so Karen, say hi to everybody. And we're just going to have you start because I'm not going to mess it up by trying to explain what it is. So Karen, go. Fabulous. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hi, Jerry, Kathy, Ginger, and everyone who's listening. Uh, thank you guys for having me on. So excited to be here today. Um, so the Animal Communication Collective, what is it? I get that asked that a yeah. lot. What is it? In a, nut in a nutshell, it is a collective, a group of volunteer animal communicators like you guys and me um, who have all come together um, to support animal welfare organizations around the world, actually. Okay. We have come together to help fundraise, bring awareness, and support these amazing organizations for the work that they're doing to help and save animals. We're also, our, our main mission is also to give animals a voice. So because we're all animal communicators, we merge those two things together and we run uh, fundraising events online for each of our animal welfare organization partners. Um, and 100% of the proceeds goes to them. They um, can raise anywhere from $500 to $5,000 in an event, depending on the marketing effort that's put in and how big they are to start. Um, and the way that we do it is we come together in a team, which we all learned together, which is why this is a very special group of animal communicators. There are about 20 of us on the site that have all come together that you can see. Um, we we team up in pair in threes or fours in groups of three or four, and we run these events and we do mini readings for 90 minutes. Uh, we usually can get in about six different people and we do mini readings for them and their animals where they get to ask questions and we share with them how their animal is doing. Um, and it's a really cool, feel good way for everybody to come together to support the organizations and also learn about animal communication, get a, an example and an experience and, and to come together and, have a fun evening. 
Cool. So loads of questions. Loads of questions. Yeah. First off, um, when you say, is it is it just shelters? Is it rescue organizations? Is it is it kind of like all of the above? All of the above. Shelters, rescues, sanctuaries. Okay. Okay. And how do you Any find them? them or do you approach them? Do they approach you both? It, go, it, it goes both ways. If we have friends or a lot of us are, um, you know, have had either volunteered at some of these places or we have friends that are involved in these places. So we may start out reaching out that way. Um, some of them may find us on our website. We also have Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Um, so they may find us and reach out to us. We're, we just started a monthly newsletter that we're sending out that people can sign up for that announces our events every month. And also, um, if you want to get in touch and learn more, some of the rescues will email us and say, hey, can you fill me in on how you guys do this? We might be interested. So it comes in all different directions organically. And do you do these events um, in person? Because I've seen some of the pictures of you guys like doing events, like pictures yeah. of a table with whatever. Or do you do them online or you do, or both? So these fundraising events are mainly done online. We have done a couple in person where we've shown up at um, one of their other, like greater, um, for example, the Humane Society of Greater Nashville, they had like a howl Oween event and we were there at a table and That's we were doing mini readings for donations and we donated all the money back to them at the end of the event. We also got up on stage and did a half hour example of what we do. And everybody who was at the event in the little animal parade with their doggies came over and we started picking people from the audience. At oh, the, that's awesome. We had about a hundred people in the, in the amphitheater. And we did that. Yeah. That's um, fun. But mainly we're doing this work online and zoom, zoom events. So the people okay, so can just go like, home. It's not like, I'm sorry to interrupt. It's not like, like sometimes we'll do a psychic fair. Okay. And it's just, yes. uh, we'll, we'll, you know, Kathy Ginger and I will do a psych psychic fair, but it's, it's our own thing happening. Yeah. Okay. Um, as a, as opposed to we're not on zoom together. So you guys are all on one zoom and Correct. then the people that want readings that are donating their money or whatever right. are all on this zoom. And then do you go Correct. into like so breakout rooms or something? No, we oh. do this live in front of everyone. So, so um, gallery, gallery style, right? Gallery style, right. Awesome. And there can be up to 100 people in an event. Oh my God, this is awesome. Yeah. And so how and, do they, do they pay to come to the event? Yes. Okay. So that's the cool part of all of this Okay. is we do it for free. We help right. promote for free. We help run the event for free. We know how to set the whole thing up. We help the uh, rescue or, or shelter set it up. They email it out, they promote it on their website, we promote it on ours, they sell the tickets, they collect the money, 100% of the proceeds go to them. How fun. We do this That's completely fantastic. for free. That is fantastic, it really is, it really is. Go ahead, Kath, what were you gonna say? No, I was gonna say that's just so great. And so when you guys are doing gallery style, so you said you kind of work in teams of three or four, do all three or four of you read the same animal at the same time and kind of work off of each other? Yes. Oh, that's fantastic. So yeah. these people who are attending are getting 
probably gobs of information about their pets. And very quickly. That's why there's two or three. So we either do it in pairs and, and, and switch off pairs, or we'll do it in a round robin of three people. Okay. And so we will meet, we'll each share a little bit about the animal. They ask their question. We share our, our version of the answer. They, 99% of the time, they all overlap. We're yeah. all getting pieces of the same information, but from different filters of ours. So it gives the um, person who's getting the information a really full picture really fast. Yeah. And really um, like a dynamic with a lot of layers there because you're coming from different yeah. people. And I know that the four of us have actually done that when we were studying together. Yes. Doing those tag team readings and they really kind of are cool. They really kind of go very deep because like I remember Kathy and I have done it before, like Kathy will get something and she'll be talking. And then as she's talking, I'm intuiting off of the animal, but also her, right? like what she's getting. So it actually right. really goes super, super deep. So how many, first of all, how many of you are in the collective? So there are 28 of us in the collective. Wow. 20 of us are publicly on the Animal Communication Collective website up front showing our faces saying we are we are the ones running the events. There are another eight of us that are kind of behind the scenes in the in the animal communication membership group, but they aren't ready yet to come forward and just say, I'll, I'll run an event or I'll be part of an event. Got it. But they're so still there supporting and doing work and promoting. So not so who is everybody... choosing sorry, sorry, go ahead, Ginger. Go ahead. Who's choosing the readings? Is it um whoever's whatever two people or four people like who decides yeah. who they're going to choose because we know we would do that intuitively right, right. but who, how, how does it work so exactly like you're saying ginger so depending on who's doing the reading let's say there's there's two teams let's say me and jerry are one team and and kathy and ginger are another animal communicator team in a in an event i would go first i would pick the person i would intuitively pick the person that jerry and i would read and then we'd hand it off to you and Kathy and one of you would pick. And then we'd come back to us as a pair and Ginger would, I mean, Jerry would get to pick. So it's, we all get a turn so intuitively cool. picking the person who's hitting us. But what's really cool, a lot of the times I'll pick someone and the person I'm teaming up with will go, I was going to pick her. Now pick I have to find yeah, someone yeah. else. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That is okay. and, and that's how it works is you, you're intuitively picking. And what it really is, is you're intuitively picking the people in the audience who need Exactly. Who really need maybe more than others or who's reading, at least this is how I remember it from when, when I, when we used to do these is um, sometimes it's who really needs the reading. And sometimes it's, you're picking a person who can affect most of the other people yes. also in the audience because they have similar mm -hmm. issues or questions or situations. Yeah. So that's really that's so cool. true. I feel like the animals kind of know this. Yeah. And so the ones that push us the most that pop into our really it's the, for me yeah. it's kind of the sense of an animal going my mom needs this or my dad needs this and when they're doing that they're all energetically in cahoots. And so a topic that will come up there'll be five or six other people going oh my god that's my issue too. So it's yes. really cool to see that happen. Yeah, because you can't possibly if you have up to a hundred people in a gallery, you can't possibly read everybody. Right. No, we no, really read. only get through about six. Yes. And it really it yeah. reminds me of when you go to a law of attraction workshop, 
you know, like I've been to, to many of those, it's like, they always say this beforehand, like, even though I don't pick you, if I don't pick you to be the person to be in the hot seat, you right. it's happened every single time that you're sitting there and you're like, oh my God, exactly what Kathy said. That's for me. That's totally mm-hmm. for me. So, yeah. so I have all these questions that I'm like jotting down. First <laughs> off, when you, you know, so we, as animal communicators, we do it a certain way. Do you know what I mean? But we're doing like, you know, sometimes half hour, but usually hour long communication. Right. So do you just bam, go in there, get a first impression and then, and then they are allowed to ask a question or do you just, or yep. do you know what I mean? Like how does, how do, yes. how do you fit into that six minute or whatever? Wh- so whatever. There, it's about a 10 minute when yeah. everybody gets about 10 ish minutes. And okay. so there is a method to our madness and yeah. we have actually all, we have team practices. That's awesome. Before the event. Okay. We invite the cl- we invite our partner to the team practice if they want to see behind the tent, you know, what yeah. we're doing and how we practice. And we do, we've come up with a really great process, which is we do connect in. We sh- the first thing we do is we invite the animal to share a little bit about themselves from their perspective that they feel is important for their person to know about them. So we each get a hit on that. Mm-hmm. Then if we've gotten enough information, then we go back to the person and say, so what's, we'll say, what's your question? And then we'll go, go back in on that question as many rounds as we can get in within the 10 minutes. So if there's three of us reading, it might be one, we get through us twice. If there's pairs of us reading, we might go back and forth a couple of times, but we, um, we try to get in as much, we really have set the intention from the beginning when we start the the meeting and the event with people that we're asking the animals to please give us the information most important to the person that is yeah. related to their question. Yeah. And so that's not, basically how it works. So not to put you on the spot because it, it might be, but mm-hmm. can you share what kind not of- Not to put you on the spot, but I'm gonna. <laughs> um, well, no, I was just thinking, like what kind of questions do people ask? Because I know in my readings, what kind of questions I get most of the time. But what, can you share what kind of questions you get? Um, They range the gamut from, I don't, so I don't know why Sammy is limping, right? Can you please ask Sammy why Sammy's limping? To does, you know, Rosie the cat miss her brother who just passed away? Um, How is Fluffy doing on the other side? Okay. Yeah. Um, did I do it right when I helped them transition? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It can yeah. be the full gamut. Yeah. Some people will just say, I just want to know if I'm making them happy. Yeah. It's yeah. as simple as that too. We get that a lot too. I love that you mentioned um, animals on the other side and transitioning because um, a lot of people don't realize that we can communicate with an animal that has passed, that is on the other yeah. side, and that it really, really, really can bring um, some relief, some peace, uh, to the person. So I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of people don't realize that that's, um, a a possibility. So I'm going to make you back up. How was this started? Like, Ah. you know, like brainchild here, were you the brainchild of this thing here? It uh, seems to me you were. Okay. Tell me a little bit about that. So, um, interestingly, I, I was having, um, a dinner after I had gone to a friend's parents' wake. Mm. So I was already in a place of, you know, thinking about spirit and people passing. And I was sitting just quietly with my husband having some dinner. 
And he was saying to me, how are you going to turn, what are you going to do with this animal communication stuff? And that started the, the conversation rolling. And I could feel my cat, Pocky Puck, who had passed, which is why I do this in the first place. We all have an animal that kind yeah. of drove us to wanting to do this. Mm -hmm. Pocky Puck, my cat, was my um, reason for doing this. And I had been feeling like I wasn't doing enough just doing single off, one off readings. Mm -hmm. And while I was sitting with my husband, I started getting this idea and I could feel the chills coming down around my head and my neck around, you have to talk to more of us. You have to help because he was a stray and we found him on the street. So he was it, the information coming through and I can feel him now. He's like tingling my head again. Um, tell, tell dad is what he was saying that you need to help us help lots of animals at once. Mm -hmm. And the way to do it is to work with the shelters and the rescues. And that's what was coming out of my mouth as I was talking to my husband that night. And as I was talking to him, the idea of it came together about going in and helping and doing readings and helping them make money. And I don't know how I'm going to do this is what I was saying. But I have a lot of colleagues who I know would want to help. And I just think that if we all got together, we could do readings like we've learned to do in tandem and people will come and pay tickets and then they'll get awareness and they'll learn more about their animals. It was just like coming out like a yeah. waterfall. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so awesome. And he, yeah. And that's how it started. And then I brought that to my monthly meeting with some of my peers yeah. and they all jumped on it and were like, that's brilliant. Let's do yeah. it. And that's how it started. So have you had any, um, I mean, obviously I'm thinking if I'm a shelter or a, you know, rescue or whatever, sanctuary, whatever, and somebody comes and says, Hey, we want to do a fundraiser for you. I'd be like, yeah, hell yeah. You know what I mean? Anything, but have you had any pushback about your what? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, you oh, know, yeah. because some of us get that we're like, come on, you're what you're talking yeah. to animals. Shut up. You know, like, have you well, had any of that? Yes. Well, there's a variety of things that happen when you reach out cold to an, a group like this. Either one, the people who are in charge are like, oh my God, I love animal communication. I've had it done before and I can't believe you guys would do this, right? That's, right. that's the dream response. Yeah. Sometimes that happens. The other responses are, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you do? And what the hell do you do? do? <laughs> yeah, like... And what's the catch? Uh, oh. Because in this day and age, people cannot believe God. that you would just reach out from love in your heart to say, we can help you. Oh, What's my God, Karen, that is so true. I didn't even think of that. But in such a cynical society, what's what's yeah. the catch? Because, so, oh, my God, that's wild. Right. Now, so, do you do, you do I'm I'm sorry to interrupt. Do you ever have shelters that come come back and want you to read the animals that are in the shelter to help facilitate their placements, like yes. what they need? What okay? Yes, and I have done. I've actually done that for a few of our partners. So, um, for example, Nika Nika Love, which is a rescue sanctuary in Nicaragua. Mm -hmm. We did an, an online event for them, and then when the founder flew to Nicaragua because they're building a new sanctuary. She brought me on to Instagram Live, and I went through three or four problem dogs with them, communicated what was going on with them, and then helped them understand what they needed to do to help these dogs um, calm down and be prepared for adoption. And it's wonderful because 
it has it really has helped. I just got a notice yesterday that one of them that was a major problem has just been adopted. So oh, fantastic. And you know what? I really love that. And I, I have had that feeling before because I think what happens is people in a shelter, they assume something about even the workers in the shelter, they assume something about this animal. I just did one a couple of weeks ago and I'm like, no, you guys are looking at this the wrong way. He wants ABC right. and it has right. changed the way everybody treats this dog. He's now like mm-hmm. the office dog. Yes. Kind of walks around strutting his stuff because he's like, Hey, look, you know what I mean? So it really is amazing. An amazing gift that you're, you're giving to these um, these shelter dogs when you do, um, stuff like that. So I, I love that aspect of it. How, um, okay. So that's one way it's, it's helped shelter dogs. They've come back and said, Hey, can you, you know, have they given you any, like, um, I'm assuming they use these, this money for food and advertising and promotion and, and whatever. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, so just to go back a little bit for you guys, one example, I just wanted to give one really awesome example of a shelter dog that we helped. And this was very special. He was my first. His name was Hal. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Which is really cool because my dad's name is Hal. Oh. oh, that's great. And my dad had passed away and I knew that my dad was sending Hal to me. Yeah. So I connected for, with Hal at the shelter up here in Massachusetts. And they, they want to know what was going to be the best type of family for him because they were bringing him to a foster home. And I described his background, where he came from, the type of family he would do well with, other dogs. And the woman who decided to adopt him was exactly what he needed. That's and simple. he's become very famous for her on her Instagram and her Facebook. So... Um, Hal really wanted to be with, you know, adults. He didn't want little kids around him. He wanted other dogs he could run and play with. He had a lot of energy. He wanted to have a girlfriend. Like there were a lot of things that he was talking about that they wouldn't have known. Yeah. So it was really cool. You know, we did this. um, We just put this podcast up this week. But of course, when you're hearing this, it was a couple of weeks ago (laughs) Um, about random acts of kindness and there was a portion mm-hmm. that we were there talking about, like paying it forward and stuff like that. You know, like yeah. you're, you know, one, one act has all these other great things that come out of it. And that yeah. sounds like a lot like what you guys are doing. So you're doing this one, oh, I'm getting goosebumps too. You're doing this one amazing thing. And then that causes somebody to ask you, hey, would you read this shelter dog? And then that dog becomes an Instagram star. And then people see, so it's like, you know, and they two yes. f- told two friends and they told two friends, remember that shampoo commercial that I'm um, told yes. ourselves there. But um, so it really is a feel good paying it forward in a different way kind of thing. It's, it's, I'm not, that's not what I'm looking for. Ripple effect, ripple effect ripple. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. that it, that it has. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine it brings you um, kind of some intense joy. It, it's, really helped me and I think everyone who does this they have their own reason for doing it but for me I felt so helpless when I would see anything on television about this or hear shelter stories or watch love stories on the dodo or whatever yeah it made me feel helpless and now I feel like I don't I don't feel helpless anymore I can't help everyone 
I can't help every beautiful animal being, but at least I'm not sitting on the sidelines feeling helpless. Yeah. So it really does make a huge difference in how much I can handle seeing and accepting about the world, knowing that at least I'm doing something. Right. Well, and that people recognize it and understand, especially when you're working in that kind of environment to say, this is the best home. You know, I did foster care for dogs years ago. Uh, I was a foster parent for uh, mini schnauzers and for labs that mostly were labs. And this is before I did animal communication uh, as a profession. And I remember saying, you know, I, I, I would meet the dog, the dog would come to my house and I would say, you know what, the per- to myself, the perfect family would be, you know, the, uh, the husband's a runner or the wife's a runner and this and that. And then I go through the applications and, be, and I would say to my husband, oh my God, exactly what I thought would be good. Here's the application. I did not you were doing animal communication before you knew you were doing animal communication. Yes. I, to me, it was like, oh my God, how cool is that? I, I would pick in my head what I thought was the best, but it wasn't, I was like a tool. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, yeah. we're going to use you. This is what we need to have. I just didn't, I didn't see it. So when you're doing this kind of work, the ripple effect you're talking about, Jerry, I love because then people start to say, oh, I wouldn't have thought of that. I didn't, right. I didn't even know that this existed. Right. right. And I love what you said about how, because I think we've all been there, uh, you know, we do animal communication and you feel really good because you're helping animals, but then it's like, okay, it's almost like you come to a point like that's really great, but then now what, um, exactly. you know, and, yep. and so, yes, uh, you volunteer your time at a, you know, like I do pro bono readings for shelters, Right. But this is taking it to like just just a whole nother amazing level because you think shelters, sanctuaries, rescue organizations, what do they need? Money. You know what I mean? They need money to be able to take care of the animals, to, uh, you know, feed the animals, to, you know, beds, whatever, but then also promotion. um, Yes to these, to the, so, so they, so not only are you giving them money that they could possibly use for advertising and stuff, but you're promoting them to a hundred people, um, or, or something. Well, actually we're promoting them to thousands, thousands. of people because if you've got 20 members of the ACC, which is what we call ourselves, our mm-hmm. short name. Yeah. Um, and each of us is promoting the events through our own Instagram and Facebook channels. And we've mm-hmm. each got at least a couple hundred people following us. Right, right. We are saying to thousands of people, hey, don't forget about this shelter. Yeah. You know, look at this if you're looking for one. So how do they, okay, you said that before, they go to the shelter and buy a ticket to the event. They go to the, okay. So they go to the shelter. So what we do is we work with each partner. We give them the content. We design the ad for them. We supply the information to them and they take all that information in any way they feel fits them and they put it on their website and they create an event page. Right. And on that event page, they then have to have the tool to sell the tickets. Right. Right. So they create a, a landing page for the event and then we can use that URL on that landing page when we promote the graphic that we've created and, hey, here's where to go to get your ticket. And that goes yeah. straight back to their learning page and people can just go straight to them. Right. So you guys don't even have to worry about the money at all. It just goes straight to them. You just help them. Yep. But I also love that you guys are so um, 
you know, in depth into it that you're doing the ad for them and you're telling them you, this is exactly what you do and da, 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 da. So you're making it easy for them because probably a lot of shelters, I mean, you know, there's a lot of shelters or, or, or you know, rescue sanctuaries, et cetera, out there, organizations out there that, you know, do know how to put their dogs up on a, on a website page or cats or whatever, mm-hmm. but maybe not to the extent. So that's another thing that you're saying here we'll provide you with and I'm laughing now because it's probably another thing that they're saying what's the catch what's the catch yeah (laughs) like you're doing this you're giving us all the money you're making an ad you're doing like you know it's like are you going to come back five years from now and say hey you owe me a favor you know what I mean like no and that's the really cool part of all of this but you would say that people would be like what you know that's awesome that being said karen do you take in donations for the collective itself no so are 100 volunteer volunteer organization association so we do not collect any money ourselves okay cool Um, to date i mean we've only been in existence for a year (laughs) so Who knows what will happen in the future? And so you're donating your, you're donating your advertising expertise. You're donating. I mean, somebody's obviously paying to um, host the website and host all the other things. Yes, I am. Okay. (laughs) Right now. Yeah. It's it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Um, I'm just, I had a great question and now it's gone. So keep talking amongst yourselves. But um, (laughs) the other thing I can tell you is, and then it can, the, the love continues is what we like to say in that if somebody decides they've seen one of us at the reading, do a, do a job that they feel very connected to, and they want to have a private reading after the event is over for the next eight weeks after the event, if anybody books a reading with any one of us that ran the event, we donate another 15% back to the rescue or shelter. And so it goes, yeah, it keeps going. Keeps going, keeps going, keeps going. That is absolutely amazing. I absolutely love what you guys are doing. It's so pure. It's so, um, and I know we're not on video, but you should see the smile on Karen's face right now, obviously. And, <laughs> you know, we'll you- talk about random acts of kindness. It's just continual random acts of kindness. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. Oh. And my, my assumption would be that uh, does a shelter or an organization that you work that you've done an event for, do they pass it on to others and say, Hey, you should reach out to these guys and see if they'll do one for you. They, they actually do. So, yeah. um, one of our, one of our events for bigger events was for the New Hampshire SPCA. Okay. And that was an honor for us because we know they work with like John Holland. Right? I was, so, but they also are very open to animal yes. communication because of their relationship with John Holland, which mm-hmm. is fantastic. We are so appreciative that he paved the way. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So um, we did an event for them and there were other people on the event that are no, have friends that own other shelters and rescues. And so that's how we connected with Kane's Crusade, which is out in Western Massachusetts. And we connected with Nika Love, the one that I was talking about that is in Nicaragua, because they were, they were actually, some of them were at the event because their friends yeah. were saying, you need to come to this event and see what they're doing. It might be good for you. So a lot of times that's how we get yeah. next. Yeah. And that is the beauty also of the virtual events. I mean, it's yeah. great to do things in person, but my gosh, you can reach so many more people. Yeah. 
on Zoom. Yeah. And so I know that you have done, I want to go back and, and just clarify this because I know that I've seen, you know, you guys posting and stuff with like a table with your, you know, whatever. Is that just kind of advertising about it or do you do any readings in, in that situation or? So sometimes we will, and this has happened to us a couple of times. We have gone to a couple of events. Um, one of them was for the Humane Society for Greater Nashua. They were at an event and saw us, an online event, and one of their board members reached out to me and said, we're actually having an adoption day okay. last October. Would you guys be interested in coming to that event? We'll give you a table. So a lot of times the sponsors of the event would spend, you know, $1,500 to be at this big adoption event because 3,000 people go through that event. Right. So you're they not wanted reading us there. there. You're, you're just... No, it, we did it, readings. You did readings there. And how did that work? It was great. So there were four of us that went to the event. Mm -hmm. We had sign-up sheets and we had a donation jar. Yeah. Jars of, and sheets about what we do and who we are. And yeah. people could come in and make an, a 15 minute appointment. And so you would just sit one on one within a chair, like one on one, yep. you know, a little bit. And of we work. had chairs in the back. Yeah. And we would do two or three people at a time spread out in the back. So we had sign up sheets. And for the four or five hours that we were there, you could come and just learn about us or make an appointment and have a quickie reading, a mini reading with one of us. So good. So good. <laughs> I love everything that you're talking about. Is there anything, anything that we haven't asked that, because I, I knew about this, but I didn't know exactly how, um, I, I want to use the word pure uh, that this is the fact that you don't even, you know, take any money and, and you just, this is just totally coming from the heart. It, uh, it, it makes you feel really doggone good there. Um, get it doggone good. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Love it. Um, <laughs> That was so bad. <laughs> that was so bad. So, there is there anything else that we that you want to tell us that we they, that we miss? Like you know, clearly, um, like we said at the beginning, all of uh, the information is going to be on the website, just like Karen's information is on the website. Um, so you'll see her picture again, but with a different um, logo there, and the link to uh, the collective's website where you can find all that information. And I just think it would be super cool. If again, this is a ripple effect and paying it forward. If people listen to this, I know people that are clients of mine that volunteer at shelters. Do you know what I mean? That if they listen to this and say, oh my God, I need to get your information to the shelter that I volunteer for. Um, I'm thinking of someone specifically uh, right now. And um, I think that would be super, super cool. Everybody that's listening to this, if you could do that. Uh, share it with your, uh, you know, your, your local shelters or, or uh, whatever I know I'm going to, um, to see if, if, uh, if, if they need help. And of course they do. And again, you know, some may be like, you're what, you know, <laughs> not, not be uh, uh, acceptable of it or whatever the word is to it. Well, not only do, I mean, to run a, a sanctuary or to run a rescue group or um, a shelter, not only do you need like the brick and mortar, you know, food and, and all of that, but in a lot of cases, there's a lot of medical expenses too. 
that yeah. um, a shelter or, or foster care, or, you know, whatever have to pay. So yeah. um, I, I just think that's awesome. And I, the thing I, that, you, that we were talking about before, you know, a website and uh, hosting and, and stuff like that, electricity, it, it, you know, like all that utilities, all of that uh, kind of thing that, that, you know, repairs for fences and crates and kennels and, you know, cat trees and, and stuff like that. So um, it's just, it's a vet bills, vet bills. Yeah. The medical bills. bills. Yeah. All the spay Um, and neutering that has to happen. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So the, the last few things that I would share are, um, you know, you asked about in-person events. And so what's happening now that we are coming through the Mm -hmm. pandemic and COVID and people are, you know, coming back together in some shapes and forms. Some of our clients are talking about, whether they may have a fundraise, a, an in-person fundraising event or outdoor party or things like that. Yeah. And so we are, we will be going to some of those to their galas mm-hmm. and we will be helping um, talk about animal communication at the gala. We'll be doing readings for people for donations. We'll be raffling free readings yeah. as part of people's donation of, at the events, which is really cool. So we'll get some, a, some presence there and um, help people understand more about animal communication and hopefully create more of an interest and a draw to actually come to the gala itself for people, um, for some of our partners. And then the other thing is we have members around the world. So we aren't all just here in one area of the United States. We are in Canada. We're in the West Coast. We're in the East Coast. We're in Scotland where we have one um, member who's in, um, she's actually on a boat in Antarctica right now. Oh <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> a, yeah. We have people in um, London. So we, we have someone in France. So depending on where shelter rescue is, we can do events in all different time zones and all a few different languages if we have to. Depending yeah. On so let me is. ask you this. Are you at this point, and I hope this isn't putting you on the spot or whatever, but are you at this point accepting members of the collective in if you vet them or I don't know vet that's not the right word but you know what I mean if you like are you if people are interested in joining the collective they could reach out to you as well so the only the criteria right now for becoming a communicator Mm -hmm. for the collective is having been trained in this tandem reading process okay yeah okay like you guys all have right 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 (laughs) so um that's the really the the key is that you have to have gone through that training. Got it. But we do have one person who is a, considered an ambassador. And mm-hmm. we are open to talking about ambassadorships, which is we have one person who is not a communicator. She won't. She would never be a communicator in the events. But um, she founded her own small group called Fosters and Ferals, and she has Reiki in her background. And so she has a connection to th- over 300 shelters and rescues that she wants to That's introduce awesome. to us yeah and her name is uh jody jacobs you can actually see her on our website so she is an ambassador and she is part of the collective but she wouldn't be necessarily a communicator cool so we cool. so there is, there is space uh for people that want to help in some way they would have to reach yes. out to you and just say and then you just right. honestly whether it would work or not work but there there Correct. there may be people listening to this that are like how can i get involved right. in in some way so um 
That's great. Karen, thank you so much for yeah. this. I'm just so glad uh, that we made this happen because again, if, oh, if, so if anybody hears this and, and something comes of it, that would be great. So when you are listening to this, um, definitely let us know as, as usual, you can, can find the podcast on our website, the psychicwives.com on our individual websites. Um, and Karen's Karen's and the collectives, the animal communication collectives information will be on the website. And also you can find us at our Facebook page at the psychicwise.com. And what I was getting at is um, it would be so great if people listened to this and maybe shared, hey, I'm going to send this to so-and-so or I'm going to send this to so-and-so and let us know that you are paying it forward because that means a great deal to us and gives us um, kind of a thrill to know that um, us sitting here talking is making a difference. Um, do you know what I mean? Um, so Karen, just thank you so much. And thank you to everybody that's part of the collective for doing what you do. Um, because it's, it's, um, it's above and beyond and I love it. It's just, it makes me want to cry a little bit. Um, so, uh, you know, we have our moments in oh, those readings. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. So thank you. Thank you again so much, um, for being here. It was, it was wonderful talking to you and learning all the, uh, ins and outs of this whole thing. Thank you. And I think I cannot appreciate say thank you enough. And I can hockey puck is saying thank you. Yay. Hockey puck. Thanks for starting this all hockey puck. We love you. That's right. <laughs> so thank you all for listening again, as we said, psychicwise.com at the psychic wives on Facebook. Uh, you know, to find us on, uh, obviously if you've, you're listening, you're listening to us on one of those things, Apple podcasts or Spotify. And until next time. Be well and be kind. Thanks all. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Psychic Wives podcast with Ginger Hendry, Jerry Carabin, and Kathy Rumsey, where we discuss everyday living with a twist. To learn more about us, please visit our website at www.thepsychicwives.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at The Psychic Wives. If you would like to support us, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and feel free to share our episodes with anyone you feel would benefit from listening. Sending you all peace, love, and light.